Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to Kevin's Barbecue Joints Podcast. And this one's Keller S with Nick Damp from Damp Good Barbecue in Cary, North Carolina. And that's Damp, D-A-M-P-F. And we get into that name, and we get into what the name means, and it's a very catchy name, so I love it. This one is awesome because it shows that if you put out good quality food, people will come. And this is Texas-style barbecue in essentially the heart of pork country. But Damp has always been on my radar. If you're listening to this just on the podcast, check out the intro because there's tons of photos. He also does give a tour of their pits as well as their food truck and the seating in the farm area that they're on, which is just awesome. So if you're also, so also another reason to jump over to the YouTube side to see that. It's really, really cool. It's super impressive. They have primitive pits right now. They're getting a Centex pit pretty soon. And moreover, Nick is just, a killer guy so down to earth just passionate about what he does and knowledgeable and if i was anywhere close <laughs> i'd probably go there once or twice a week they're open thursday friday saturday from 11 a.m to sold out on saturdays now they're, they're getting into a farmer's market season there's a farmer's market nearby they'll be having breakfast and then which is really really cool on thursday and friday nights they stay open till about seven so if you're getting off work in the area you can come by and get food because they're cooking anyway so they decided to offer food so that's really cool you can call or check their instagram that's the best way to make sure can't thank nick enough for taking the time i don't want to say too much because i want to hear his words but one awesome thing if you're flying in a rally they're like seven to eight minutes from the airport. So that's perfect. So again, that's Damp Good Barbecue on all the social media. Definitely check them out when you're in North Carolina. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. I'm at kevinsbbqjoints on all the social media. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Nick, it's so good to, to meet you finally. This is great. I'm glad. Yeah, you too, man. And the, your background's gorgeous. That so let's let's jump into what, what let's jump into where you are right now, and then we'll go back through your kind of your history with your, and then with your brother too. But uh, yeah, right now you're at a, at a farm. What's it called again? So it's called Phillips Farms of Cary. Okay. Um, it's right off people that are familiar with the area. It's on the West, far, far Western side of Cary, almost um, like as far North as Morrisville, almost in Durham, almost in Chapel Hill. It's like this weird, like oh. no man's land type area. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really funny spot because um, most of the rest of the triangle is very industrialized. Um, but there's like 80 acres here that's just kind of oh. tucked away and kind of untouched by all the commercial buildings that are going up. And it's it's a nice little spot. People really like it because it's it's out away from all the stress of work. Yeah, I um, think mentally that's a nice thing to visit, right? Yeah, no, it definitely is. So it's like we, so we were, this is a, this pavilion behind us just for scale. I mean, it's about yes. 150 feet long by 50 feet wide. Whoa. And then the one we're, one I'm sitting in right now, this is where all of our, picnic tables and oh, so all that cool. kind of stuff are we're kind of in between the service day so it's not we haven't tidied up or anything like that but um yeah, it's a good it's a fun setup and the, the owners of the farm are great people and they've done a lot to help us kind of get on our feet and get things started you said that you were strategic <laughs> strategic in opening up there because you know of the cisco's is not as a stone's throw away and everything so is yeah when you when how did you come how did you find like how did you find them did, did was it random or was it like how, it was, like, how does long, one find a farm <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story so these guys they're not they don't do a whole ton of uh, agricultural farming anymore they still do a handful the farm has developed over the years into like an entertainment venue type deal so uh, across the street and i can show you in, a little better once we get towards the end, I'll flip the camera around and I can show sure. it to you. Cool. Um, but across the street, they have a huge fall fest that they have set up there that's open 
in the later half of September through October for Halloween and the fall area. That's cool. Um, so they've got haunted houses over there. They've got um, corn maze. They've got a whole bunch of stuff. And then the side we're on, which is across the street, they do farmers markets here every Saturday. So we're we're here on our own Thursdays and Fridays, and then the farms open on Saturdays. And so we're open for breakfast throughout this season, just because the farms open at 9 a.m. So why not sell yeah. sell some breakfast while people are here? But it's a really cool spot. People come out. They've got a whole bunch of stuff for kids to do and like 50, 50 plus vendors that set up and sell produce and there's a whole bunch of different type of stuff yeah so that's good like even if someone didn't know that that existed if they're just coming out for barbecue they could pop over there how late does that stay open like three or something or yeah till three so it works out great i mean we're we're open on saturdays from 9 a.m till 10 30 for breakfast and then like 10 45 until we sell out for lunch and we make a lot of food but it's so busy here we can't keep up we're usually done around around 2 30 or so on Saturdays. That's nice. That's like, and that's, that's a really cool thing. And then you also said that you have, and I think I, I had noticed on your, like on your Instagram, it's like you have a, you have two primitive pits. You have 2000 gallon primitives, right? Yep. Yeah. We've wow. got two thousands on a, on a trailer. Um, we just got a BQ as well. Um, did. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're cooking. We don't do a ton with it right now. We do a lot of our, all of our vegetables we prepare on there. So our corn for our lote and then oh, cool. all of our, vegetables for a fire roasted vegetable side that we make all get roasted on there and then we do different specials so we do pork steaks um half chickens and those are all cooked on the bq as well that's perfect that's really perfect yeah no it works out super well but eventually you'll do some whole hog events or half hog. we're hoping to (laughs) yeah we're hoping to do a whole hog for father's day weekend because they do a big barbecue festival here um this will be the second annual festival for that so we're hoping to do a whole hog along with everything else and just kind of see what see where it goes <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool that's de- that's definitely cool yeah I, yeah i would love yeah. to eventually get photos and stuff of all that stuff of all of your pit oh yeah yeah we'll send I, love, I love that stuff um and i like i like to share that i don't know yeah. why it's, well, it's we've, and we've got a uh we've got a pit in on order from syntax as well so uh-huh. we're picking up um a thousand gallon from mike hopefully towards the end of next month see kind of when that gets done but it'll be here pretty soon we're excited to use that because um from the folks i've talked to they're a bit more efficient on wood and wood prices that just continue to continue yeah. to climb <laughs> no you'll get the one of the best damn pits with mike yeah he's he's amazing oh that's cool so you'll have three thousand gallon pits. that's a yeah <laughs> you think you'll be selling it like do you think so will you be running all three at once you think so right now we do run both of the thousands not every day but most days we do um, so preparing stuff for Fridays and Saturdays, the thousand, both of them are, are up and running at least the, the a good portion of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I mean, we've continued to add capacity or at least add food every day. So we're wow. hopefully we'll get into it. That was something where we were, because last year when we were open at the farm doing pop-ups and we can talk about that, Yeah, we can talk about how we got the relationship yeah. here, but we were selling out so fast that we couldn't keep up. And we're, we're getting back to that point now. And so that's why we bought the third one is because we knew that it's only going to get busier. Oh yeah. And the lead time on those things is so long that we were like, well, it's just, we have the money now. Let's just go ahead and buy it. Just because nice we know, to... we know we'll use it. So we went ahead and we went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. Isn't that interesting too, that like a Texas style barbecue place 
can yeah. do that type of volume in like poor country, which is like which which was poor country. And it's like things have yeah. have blended and changed, and, and and you're doing it like Texas style, but also with your own twist. Like it's it's inter- but it's just I find that fascinating that there's that. And I'm sure there was a little bit of learning curve. Let's let's start let's start first off. Is it pronounced damp? It is. Okay. It is. And that's is it mean. I looked it up like a couple nights ago. Steam or something in German or it does. So yeah, in German it is steam and specifically for steam engines. Okay, um, is is what it means. So kind of it's funny. It kind of fits with all the the chimneys of smoke pumping yeah. out over here. Um, uh-huh. And there's a a big chemical company right down the road that's a big German chemical company. So believe it or not, we actually we've got a pretty good following on on Instagram. And about 40% of our following is international, which is just blows my mind. And I think wow. it's because of our name. I think so too. And so we get a lot of European travelers that'll come here and get off the plane and they'll come right here to get food. And I, I think it's because they Google, like damp is maybe comes up commonly. <laughs> and so or or, or like their, their search engine set for like German words or words that are- Right, I, whatever it is, we have a big following in Europe. And so- That's- we get a lot of European visitors, which is hilarious. That makes me um, so happy. That's so great. Yeah, <laughs> I did not see that coming, but oh, it, no. it happened. It's, it's wow. been it's been fun. <laughs> have, you, have you ever done a genealogy? Like, have you gone back and seen like how far back here? Okay, so, you know, that's I something to do so, to do someday. I got because I'm taking care of my mom. I've been watching a lot of PBS, so they have like a yeah like, finding your roots, and so they'll have a celebrity or somebody, <laughs> a writer. Like, and they'll go back, and they go back, you know. A lot of them in Germany, Austria, like places, and so I'm sure you have some sort of interesting lineage. So how? Yeah. So, so how did this all come about? So I've always wanted to start a business. Um, I grew up with dad. He, my dad, was always had business ideas, and so we kind of grew up with that household that where my our father was talking about a lot of things, and he had started his own a couple of his own side businesses, and so it's kind of always something I had thought about. And in your blood, as the world. Yeah. And as the world kind of got crazy, I had wanted to do something with barbecue for the longest time. I started doing barbecue when we lived up in Wisconsin. So this was like 2016 or so. So I've been doing it for a little while now. Just backyard stuff was before this. But yeah. And we were sitting around the table. It was November of 2020. And it was like, hey, it was right before, I don't even remember anymore. It was like right before the COVID shutdown stuff. Um, and we were, talking about doing it and we were just like well let's just let's just do it because just the way the world was going we were like I, I just, i'm a little tired of working for corporate america and barbecue is always a big passion we always wanted to start a business and so me and my wife <laughs> and my like, brother it's a pandemic let's yeah. start a, start yeah. a business <laughs> let's just start a business yeah it makes people happy it it uh it brings people together in a time of where course, people yeah. are wanting to not not be together mm-hmm. um and so it was it was fun it could we be started outside. doing pop-ups yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we started doing pop-ups um, June of 2021. And we just did pop-ups pretty much every Saturday until this past October is when we started being here at the farm um, with a regular schedule. Was your brother involved at the beginning? He was. Okay. He was. So he was. Bryce, right? Bryce. Yeah. So he's been involved the whole time. Um, and our cousin actually just came out here. It wasn't, he didn't plan it that way. Um, but he moved out here from the eastern St. Louis area okay. um, for a different job, um, but ended up leaving and coming and working with us. And he started working with us, started um, last August or September. And so he's been with us now for coming up on almost a year now, too, which has been which has been awesome. 
So is he a damp too? He is not. He is not. <laughs> and what's and the name is Damp Good Barbecue? Yes, it is. So there's a whole other funny it. story that yeah. <laughs> it's definitely catchy. It catches people's attention. For sure. Um a funny thing about us is we anybody that spends any time around us, none of us swear. Like none of us we don't cuss or anything. And um, which is fine. Like, we never want anybody to feel weird about it when they're around us and not. But so growing up in high school, um, when I was playing football, all of our coaches would use our last name as a swear word to kind of <laughs> entice us, <laughs> to make, make us angry. Um, and it kind of stuck with me through college when I went to college. And um, just because it was such an abnormal thing. I mean, most most high school football, most, most college football players swear like sailor. Yeah. And so when we didn't, it was so out of the norm that people started using our last name like that and we used it for our wedding um it was the wedding slogan was uh, about dance time and then my wife actually came up with the idea for the barbecue um, she's like great. what about damn good barbecue like that would and it it stuck so we've it's, been using it ever since <laughs> it's, it's perfect so what do you use if you stubbed your toe what do you say uh, i don't even know Oh my goodness, I guess. <laughs> For crying out loud. <laughs> Hopefully you don't stub your toe, but next time you do, think about it. Yeah. Next me, it's like something comes up. But I'm sure, yeah, it's, will. It, it's interesting how you can get yourself set so you don't swear. Right? It's kind of in my blood. But, but it was also my dad, my, like my, my family, we have those religious elements and there's not, but my dad would smash his thumb. Like he'd, he was a work, he was, he was like your dad, kind of like he worked, he always did projects, but he did a lot of, stuff with hammers and nails and yeah. injured himself a lot so i think that's where he got his <laughs> it kind of goes with what he was doing but okay so then yeah. if you started did you guys have a pit or did you have like a pit from home depot or something how did you start so our first one was so the pop-ups we we actually invested in a primitive okay so okay. our first commercial that we were using for actual selling food um was a 500 gallon primitive okay and so we bought that was that January of 2021. And then the week we picked it up, we did a pop-up that Saturday. So we picked it up on Thursday or Wednesday or something, and then did a pop-up that Saturday. I think looking back on it, I'm like, that was insane. That's gutsy. That was ridiculous. (laughs) But we did. Luckily, folks around here don't know. We're still teaching a lot of people like what good barbecue looks like and what to look for when you're looking for, for brisket and all that kind of stuff. So but back then, people didn't have a lot to kind of gauge it off of, and yeah. I'm thankful because and it was it was, it was meat. <laughs> yeah, back like it's meat, and people love meat. And yeah, so it was probably exactly. soft enough, like just soft enough. Yeah, like. it was edible. It was definitely <laughs> edible. It was, yeah. But looking back on it now, I'm like, man, I can't yeah. believe we were selling that stuff. <laughs> but I think that you would, if you talk to like all almost all the people that I talked to, their first stuff. Like even like the early days of seeing like moves and stuff, because I saw them like in their backyard. If they look back at those photos, they're like, oh my gosh. But it's, yeah. you know, there's like, there's, there's, a, there's progress. And then I think this is also good for people that are listening to this or watching this, that it's, it's pretty recent that you started and you started during the pandemic. So if someone like, it's, I hate to tell someone to quit their job and do this or do this on the yeah. side, but it's also like a lot of people write me and say, Hey, should I quit my job? Or I'm like, number one, don't ever quit your job. Like this, <laughs> unless it's something you want to do, not something that someone else tells you to do, but it's also, right. but it's, it's doable. And what you've done. And you've also brought it to somewhere, a place where, you know, it wasn't familiar. So that's, wait, so then what were you cooking on when you were practicing before the 500 gallon? So before the 500 gallon, I had a old country browse those. Yeah. That's what I was cooking on. And then I've had a bunch of different, I had a uh, 
Weber Smoky Mountain. I had a standard Weber kettle, which is actually sitting right over here. We use it for our barbecue classes. Um, and then I think, oh, and then my wife, my wife bought me a char griller from Home Depot. Oh yeah. yeah. It was the first one I ever had. Yeah. (laughs) But also too, like a lot of, I've talked to a lot of people, it's people that are extremely, incredibly famous within the barbecue world. And they have, like they said, like if you can cook on a certain, like on like those, like crummier pits or thinner steel, whatever it's like, that's, there's a certain ability that you gain from learning on pits that are, if you jump straight to like. (laughs) a centex or a mill scale oh my it's, yeah it's ridiculous i always tell people because they always people always ask for tips and like how in the world are you guys getting that kind of bark or the kind of like these different things that they're looking for um and i'm just like man i'm just gonna be honest with you you can't it's hard to replicate what we can do off these thousand gallons and you can't just it's hard to do in the backyard unless you're willing to buy like a mill scale or um some of these more expensive backyard pits four to five thousand dollars then it's it's hard to do yeah Yeah. (laughs) to spend four grand on a backyard pit (laughs) yeah yeah you have to convince your wife that you get a lot of yes you have to cook a lot of barbecue to make that worth it (laughs) yeah but it's also like if you can afford it it's cool it's really a what a cool thing to have exactly and and you could see that everyone i'm starting you know i've done those those lists and stuff everyone is starting to get into the backyard because that's an interesting segment that you can get people into and it also creates more clientele for barbecue joints i guess oh yeah do you still have that 500 or did you get rid of that to get these thousands so we had for the longest time we had the 500 still here we sold it maybe like a month and a half ago to a guy down in pensacola florida oh wow Um, he's he's gonna he's in the early stages right now of of getting his started yeah he's a good guy name is jimmy i'll send you the name of his uh instagram that he's got running for his like i think he's starting to run a catering business but he's a good guy he came up and got that and we sold that to help fund a little bit of the uh the syntax purchase as well no that makes sense and we just weren't using it wanted to go to a good home (laughs) yeah yeah no that's smart so you were you popping up while you were still working with cisco i was okay yeah i didn't i quit working for cisco november 2022 no 2021 I can't remember now. You said it's almost been three yeah, years. It's, so I it's think been it a little two, while. 2020. Yeah. So, okay, so whatever dates you've given, it's just, it's been almost three years. Is what, <laughs> so you could just plop, plop things in between. Okay. So, but yeah. you've been, so almost two years you've been out of. Out of yeah. That. Almost two years that I've been fully self-employed. Wow. That's exciting. Was that a crazy moment or was that? Yeah, it was crazy. It's still, it's still crazy. <laughs> it's still crazy. <laughs> well, but, but did you, did you already have the, uh, Cause you said it was October. Is it was when you started out here? It was. So okay. for that first, what, 10 months of being fully self-employed, we were still only doing pop-ups once a week. Wow. Um, so it was, it was definitely tight, um, but we just didn't have, we didn't have the funds. We didn't have the, the location to do anything meaningful with it. We had been approached by a couple people to put in a brick and mortar, like in downtown Raleigh and a bunch of different spots around Cary and, we probably had like 10 different opportunities, but everybody wanted us to work seven days a week, change our menu in some way, or get rid of the, the offsets. And I was like, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to work that much. <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of the smokers yeah. that really define what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they all fell, all those fell through for good reason, because they were outrageously expensive. I don't know how people afford some of these restaurant spots. It's just oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've talked to a couple of people recently that they've given, thrown around numbers. And I thought, wow, like, I think it was Michael Black, too, was telling me. And I'm like, 
I didn't realize how much a restaurant costs. Like it's one of the spots we were talking to was a food hall in downtown Raleigh. And it was going to be upwards of $15,000 a month just to rent that spot. And I'm just like, that's just, that's stressful. I can't even imagine paying that much money. (laughs) But someone is, is it full? Yeah, it's full. Wow. It's crazy. That's People a lot. Of, that's I mean, a lot of ramen. If somebody has like a ramen. Place. Yeah, I mean they're making. I mean the restaurants in there are doing well, but I mean you've got to be making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean you got to be cracking a million dollars a year just to yeah. afford rent. Yeah, you've got to be selling like other things too, like alcohol and yeah. drinks and yeah, like that's exactly. Just, there's just, that's crazy. So what was your menu at like at the beginning when we first started? It was brisket, pulled pork, mac and cheese, and coleslaw and beans i think that was it wow <laughs> two nice. meats and those three sides <laughs> and then we slowly added uh beef ribs was the first thing we added that was like that for a long time just those three and then we added pork ribs eventually pork belly um so now our full menu every single day we've got seven different meats we have a daily special and then we have six six or seven sides i can't remember the number off the top of my head but that's cool. uh, so we've got, we do brisket, spare ribs, turkey, pulled pork, sausage. We make our own sausage in-house. We make two different kinds. We've got three or four different recipes, but out of the food truck, it's a little unmanageable to do more than that, Makes just sense. to make two. So we make two variations of sausage, um, beef ribs every day, and then we do uh, pork belly. We do the pork belly, and I kind of stole the idea from uh, Dane at Dane's Craft Barbecue. So we do it okay. uh, bacon brisket. We were selling it as we were cooking it the same way, just kind of how I thought to cook it. Cause I tried doing pork belly burn-ins, but they got too popular. And so we just wanted to kind of do something different. And so we did the way that Dane cooks it, where we season it like a brisket, cook it like a brisket and then slice it. And we were calling it ba- uh, pork belly, but no one was buying it. And so we switched it to bacon brisket and everybody bought it. And so now it's, now it's like one of the most popular things on the menu. It's hilarious. Oh, that's that crazy <laughs> psychology of people. That's yeah. It's, it's presentation. It's like if it's, I know that or somebody was telling me something that they had on their menu and they're like, it wouldn't sell because the name was so unfamiliar to people or so yeah, it's off-putting. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. So what sausages are you making? So we make two different ones. It's the first one that we call it the pepper monster. It's a beef and pork sausage with jalapenos and Munster cheese. Oh, cool. It's kind of got a, the flavor profile is what you would expect from a traditional jalapeno cheddar. We just throw in the Munster instead of the cheddar. Cool. Um, and then we do another one called the Texas Jack. And that one's a, a beef sausage. It still has a hog casing. So it's not an all beef sausage, but it's a beef sausage. And we put a habanero uh, pepper jack cheese in that. Wow. And so that one, we, we so make good. that like a traditional texas hot link so without the cheese that's what it tastes like mm-hmm. but we added the the pepper jack in there just so it's a little spicy yeah and your it's sausages good. look great they look that's killer do, Thank they, you. do you sell a lot of them <laughs> no they really look good we I, do we I, do I, we go through about 40 40 pounds a week or so right now which doesn't sound crazy but for for us it's been it's oh, been crazy it's... how much people have liked those sausages <laughs> well, and that's also something too cool for for people to get a chance to try because there's not a lot of places in the area other than you said like Lawrence is close, he's close, but there's not a lot of places. I don't even actually, does he even have sausage? I don't know. No, Jake doesn't make sausage. The yeah, closest to us would probably be prime, um, prime barbecue with Chris Pareto. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, they make their own, they make their own sausage there. That's really good. And that's Nightdale. Yep. Yeah. Up in Nightdale. It's about 35 minutes from us. 
okay cool so there's so if that's what i was in my head i was thinking there if someone wants to do a little barbecue run they can do yeah. you guys and they could do lawrence barbecue and then they could do prime is there any other ones that are close by yeah there? we've got some buddies that just opened a spot in downtown raleigh called uh long leaf swine i haven't gotten oh yeah i've seen their yet, stuff but, yeah it looks really um, good. i've heard i've heard their food is really good and then if you want to make the trip all the way out to Charlotte, uh, going to John G's is always yeah. a worthwhile trip as well. They're Saturday. Um, it's only about, it's only like two hours, two hours and 20 minutes from here. So I mean, if you plan it accordingly and go in the right direction, it's, it would be on the way yeah. <laughs> in a or, weird or, way. Or you guys are like, it's a two day thing. And then you could also do some, exactly. how far away are you from, like, I think it's got a bar. It's Aiden from you. Yeah. So Aiden is about, an hour and 35 minutes from here oh that's not bad yeah it's not bad at all definitely going to, out to skylight is worth the trip though for sure it's, yeah. it's a different experience after um, the that's been when we moved down here i had a hard time with uh, carolina barbecue i'll be completely honest <laughs> probably well, people are okay. gonna hate me for saying that that's okay um but i had a hard time with it which is kind of what started this but going out to aiden trying skylight really changed my mind on eastern carolina barbecue because they're doing it the right way they're doing it with wood um you can see they've got like 20 cords of wood stacked up laying laying around oh, just yeah. for waiting to go in there and, and make some more coals and it's it's great yeah. you can definitely tell that they're the way that they're doing it is different and then there's a handful of others that are around the area that i just haven't been to yet it's something like what you're doing but still it's it's cool but it's also too like you're you're in an area in North Carolina, there's places that like we're selling like chopped pork sandwiches for like three something and they'd raise the price yeah. like 45 cents and people would like go berserk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's interesting that you're able to, you know, make it work in your, in your situation. When, so then at what point, what was it that made you think that I could quit my job and do this? I don't even know if it was more a point with the barbecue more so than it was a, I need to get out of gotcha. corporate America now. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of what kickstarted it, but it was good. I mean, it worked out. The timing was good. And I'm happy that it worked out that way because it kicked us into focusing on getting the business up and running. And it's worked out well. Do you like working with your brother? I do. I do. It's I definitely like interesting. I guess I'm putting you under the. <laughs> He's probably sitting this. back sorry. here <laughs> listening to me right now. I'm sorry. Um, right. No, no, it is. It is. Um, it's always funny working with family. There's always. Oh yeah. There's always your own little challenges in doing it, but it is, it is fun. It's nice because I can trust them to do the right job and yeah. they appreciate what we're doing and are kind of in, in for it for the long haul. So it's been it's good having other folks working with me that are invested like I am. And sharing that success with family members, it's fun. That's a great yeah. feeling. It's something, there's something special about that success. Like the, the bad times are like just the worst. Yeah. It's like, but like well, when you're successful or like you're, overcoming hurdles with family members that's it's fun it's exciting like when i work with my dad there's believe me there are times i'm like oh but i also like when we get big jobs or do good things it was just something special about that with my dad that i'll always remember you know that's really cool there's actually is there an airport behind you i guess every so often I so see the people. airport the airport is like six minutes that way or seven minutes down the road so we get planes that fly over here all the time the other yeah. day, we actually saw uh, Air Force One flew over, which was wild. Yeah. Uh, that, that one was hard to miss because it was 747 and it was flying low because it was getting ready to land. So oh, was, wow. You could read. It was so close. I could read the, the words on the side of the plane. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. <laughs> How did you get connected with the, the farm? And then like, let's talk about your hours and like all that good stuff. Yeah. So we got connected with the farm 
last year um, we started doing pop-ups here in the summer and it was just crazy how how much people enjoyed the food I mean we'd have like a two and a half hour two and a two hour and 45 minute line and people waiting for food and we were looking at a brick and mortar spot that fell through and so I just we approached the uh, Michael who's the owner of the farm and we're just like hey man like if we could get a food truck would you guys be open to us setting up here? Um, and they were all about it. They put in power for us. We could plug the truck in and oh, cool. um, gave us kind of carved out this little section for us to put the smokers and kind of set up shop here. And so that's kind of where it started. October, we were here three days a week out of a tent. Um, we were working out of a tent, which was wild. And then we got the food truck up and running in January. So we okay. did the tent here three days a week, October, November, December, um, oh, which was <laughs> brutal, which was funny. <laughs> and then the food truck we had open in January. So we're, we're like five months in, wow. um, getting on five months in working out of the trailer. But. Did you get a trailer and get it retrofitted the way you wanted it? Or was it something that you just, yeah, started? it's all custom in there. We've got three refrigerators, uh, full-size refrigerators, um, oh, wow. a bunch of prep space. Uh, I mean, it's, it's ready to go. I mean, we, it's a 32 foot trailer. Um, so it's huge. And yeah, we can, size. we can run, we run our whole operation out of there, which is great. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's good. So then that thing that's built over your smokers, is that something you guys had built or was that, did you guys build that yourself or? Yeah. So primitive built that. Um, oh, that, oh can, that was built by primitive too. Okay. It was. So let me see if I can flip this around real quick and I can just show it to you real fast. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they built this around the smokers. So oh. it's got awnings on both sides on the back and then on the on the oh, sides nice. where we would access the smoker oh uh, perfect that's it is perfect. very nice yeah, yeah it keeps the <laughs> keeps the sun off us which can get kind of brutal around yeah. here but we've got oh nice they look pretty but yeah so we've got i don't know like 10 10 briskets in here about and then some pastrami we do uh pastrami ribbons on thursdays those look good really good they are very very good a lot of our specials are because of they're just things that we like to eat and we're just big fat kids like yeah, everybody you, else that loves you barbecue like say, yeah you like to say stuff <laughs> yeah we cook what we want to eat and that was one of the ones that we we really wanted that's cool no that pastrami is there's something special when someone does it right it's so good so good it's hard to eat it every day but it's like yeah, yeah twice <laughs> twice three times a work <laughs> Okay, so there's a, is that your food truck? Yep, so this is the food truck. Um, we had it wrapped by a, a local company. Um, I, they did a great the job. They did a great job. It's called the King Tut Graphics is who wrapped the trailer. Um, but yeah, so we've got two serving windows. People order down here and then they, they pay down here. And I'd take you in there if it wasn't a disaster. That's okay. Um, but we've got chopped cut and block up here. Um, menus down here, people to order on. They line up to the left or they would line up that they can not be the yep. first spot. Okay. They line the boards are all here. They walk up, they order here and they check out down here. Cool. Uh, we kind of, we set it up. So that way it works like a normal barbecue service line would. So folks will start here, get their meat, get their sides and then check out and then they're on their way. And so people will park. We have par a ton of parking all along the edge of this gravel parking lot. Um, okay. And so people will just walk up and we've got a nice pavilion here for coverage. So if it's raining, we'll try to back, we'll back the trailer up. So that way it's up against the edge and oh, people can be fully 
underneath the pavilion when it's raining. Um, and then when it's really hot, we've got covered seating as well. And you have those two areas of covered seating or just the one? So just the one back there. Okay. But I mean, they've got, we have the flexibility to kind of move it around if we need to. And That's depending perfect. on the day of the week, we'll do that. And what days of the week you're open? So we're open Thursdays through Saturdays. Um, we open at 11 a.m. and we close. We try to stay up until 7 p.m. So we cook enough food to make it through lunch. And then we're usually open until 7 on Thursdays and Fridays. And then we sell out and take it home or. Yep. So we can do dinner. Um, and we're here anyways, cooking might as well make, yeah. make some extra food so people can come get dinner that can't make it for lunch. That's good to know. That's really important. And that's actually a great thing I should try to say at the intro too, because that'd be smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's good. No, that's it's that option's not all of, always available for people. Yeah. And Saturday, I mean, you said you're the, opening early on Saturday for right now. Yep. For right now through the summer, while there's a farmer's market open here at the farm, we will be open for breakfast and we try to share it on social media if we're gonna be open that day for breakfast or not. But we'll serve the bacon brisket breakfast tacos, and then we do a barbacoa breakfast tacos as well. That's cool. Um, and so we'll do that through the summer, and then we'll see what happens with it. Maybe we'll do it on Saturdays when the farm's not open, if people really like it. See if people like it enough to keep it around, we'll do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you could do it through that um, like fall fe- that fall festival stuff that, like do they do it yeah. on the weekends and the Saturdays there too? I guess that's... They do. So the fall festival is, it's really hard to see. They're doing some construction over there, but you can kind of get the, the scale for what they've got going on. So right across the street, um, this is where they'll have the corn maze. It's all on the oh, side okay. over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've got three buildings over here for the haunted houses that they'll open up. And then all the way back to the tree line, all the way in the distance is included in this, in this area. So it's, I mean, it's probably a good 10, 15 acres of wow. space that they've got designated just for the fall. Wow. So, so if someone was coming for flying into Raleigh, how long would it take them to get to you? They were flying in here. Um, we are a seven minute drive from the airport. Wow. Currently. Not bad at all. Yeah. No, so like, so, if they, all. so they fly in from Germany and then they take the, then they'll get a rental car <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll go straight <laughs> to you guys exactly uh, that's exactly that's great that still, that still blows me away then i think that is that, that's one of the coolest takeaways from this is that that many from europe that's wild i'm not i'm not to like look at your like comments or looking like you're like who's following you to see like that it's probably a bunch of interesting barbecue people that like, it is because there's a big there's uh, in europe there's a big interest in american style barbecue we had a guy come from uh, the Netherlands. He uh, flew in for like a work trip and his mission was to get our food before he left. So an hour and like a half before he got on his plane to head back home, he came and bought a half pound of every single meat on the menu, a beef rib and multiple sides. And he sat over here and ate the entire thing because he knew he couldn't bring it on the plane. And he oh. got up and walked around. He's like, I'm just, I got to make more room for it. And I can't, I can't throw it away. <laughs> he walked around to make more room uh, uh, before he got on the plane and head home. He just passed out on the plane, like on a meat yeah. coma. Like, that is so, or got super for 17 sick. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he took like a Valium or like took a day out of yeah. something after. But that's, oh, that's interesting. That's really, really cool. Now, what are, what time are people coming like on Thursday, Friday? Do you have to come early or is it something that like how no. are people lining up or not? No, I mean, we'll, we'll have a line on, um, it usually starts to form like around 1030 on a Saturday, Okay. but Thursdays and Fridays, I mean, people will usually show up right when we open, um, especially on Friday, we do 
a Lavorian Lewis style burger. So it's a half pound smoked brisket burger that we sear on the flat top and we serve it real simple with some American cheese, a house made burger, nice. sauce, pickles, and onions. And that has become incredibly popular. And so that one, people will show up early on a Friday to order that because we'll sell about 50 or 60 of those burgers on a Friday. Um, just, I don't know why people just really like it. And so that's the only day that we really recommend people get here early is for the burgers. Because usually it's hard to tell how many we'll have once we get later in the day. But yeah, normal days, I mean, just, I mean, definitely if you want a special or something we don't carry a ton of like beef ribs, I'd come as close to 11 as you can. Okay. But if you're just trying to come and get some brisket or get a simple meat plate or something like that, then I wouldn't stress about trying to get here right at 11 o'clock. Um, something could get there around noon or until it gets really busy. You never know. I mean, it could change in a month, but right yeah. now, as it, as it stands, that's not how it is. <laughs> oh, and also, yeah. And also too, this it depends on the day. Like if there's something going on in the area or something that, you know, people like there's it's places get crowded for weird reasons. Like it's sometimes. Yeah, they really do not realize that it's going to be as bad. So just try to get there early, but you don't have to get there like at nine like you can get there yeah you don't have to get there at nine no (laughs) there there really isn't anywhere that i can think of around this area where you really have to do that i mean prime on a saturday gets pretty busy um but then again they make a lot of food too so um they're usually good through lunch as long as you come during lunch yeah they're they're real real quick and we try to move quick i mean on saturdays we'll get through the line about 30 40 seconds a person um when we're really moving we try to eliminate some of the stuff that slows us down on saturdays now that the farm's open yeah um anything that requires a lot of cook time we just remove it from the menu so we don't slow down service but still it just gets there's a lot of people so it gets yeah. busy yeah yeah that's fun though that's like that's part of the reason people are doing it it's there's a lot of people yeah you have to wait a little bit like it's not i think that people hopefully that watch this or, or listen to this understand and they kind of if the fact that like they'd probably be waiting a much less line with you than they would at a place yeah. in Texas that would be yeah on a Saturday. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. And what's so what's all your social media? What's the best ways to get a hold of you? Yeah. So luckily our name is so unique that it's just at damn good barbecue on literally everything. Um <laughs> we're not on we're not on Twitter, but we're on Instagram, Facebook. Um then we've got a YouTube channel that we started like a year ago, but we've got plans to reinvigorate oh, and cool. get back sure. in there. Um, so we'll get some, that one will get going, but right now, Instagram and Facebook, um, Instagram's the best. Yeah. If you want real time updates on menu and all that type of stuff, we try to keep it updated throughout okay. the day. Are you going to be having classes sometime soon? We will. So we just had, we've had our first two already. Um, we had a grilling class like two weeks ago and then we have our next class on July 8th on okay. a Saturday. We're actually going to close the food truck down. And we're doing a like a barbecue boot camp class, and it should be a really good time. Um, I'm hoping people will see the value in it and want to be a part of it. Um, but we're going to do a the class is going to be a real hands on experience cooking brisket. Cool. So if you signed up for the class, you would get a brisket of your own um, that you would trim, season, and then cook with us on the thousand gallons all day. So maybe that's what I and saw. So, were you talking about? Did you guys announce that? Yes. Maybe? Okay, that's what it was. We yeah. did. Yeah, we did. We announced that this weekend. But yeah, we've got that coming up in, in July. So okay. that one, I think that one will be really, really fun. It'll be exciting and give people sometimes like for no, me, it's really cool. Like it's hard. It's hard learning unless you get that hands-on experience. And so oh, yeah. 
especially for someone that's that made as many mistakes as you like you've made a lot of mistakes and learned a lot right. so it's instead of them having to go through all these you, you probably tell them all the different things that you have gone through yeah so, <laughs> yeah which is like a, they'll still have exactly. make mistakes at home but it's like it's nice that they could have someone to to learn the steps and then try their best on it. it's yeah it's always right that's really that's cool so then isn't it like get the email you guys or what's the best way to so on our website we have an event tab oh, um, and they'll just go on there and then all of our classes um just for the future will always be posted on that event tab so okay. if we ever post about one you can go on there and get tickets um and we'll sell the tickets on there until we sell out of them okay. we've, we've kept the class sizes pretty small so they're a lot more intimate we can ask questions spend time okay. with people talking to them and you also sell yeah. the hats on on the website too right we do. So yeah, we've only got like a handful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send you one. If you have to, have to send me your address, I'll have to, okay. I'll have to send you one. So you only have um, a handful left? Yeah, we've got like three or four left. I need to get okay. some more ordered. Um, okay. We've got a ton of shirts, only a handful of hats. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you. But uh, that's cool. That's, yeah, I'm, so, I'm so glad that we finally got this together. I know a lot of yeah, people. Me too. And I love like your food looks fantastic. I can't wait to visit. Thank you when I do get a chance to visit when things calm down over here, but it's just, I, you're yeah. such, I love your energy. I love who you are. I think it's, uh, it's, you've always been super cool too. Like just in our dealings of trying to get this to work out, it's uh you're, you've got, you've like, you're not, there's certain people that get irritated with life. And, yeah. and, like, <laughs> I'm sure you deal with those kind of people too, but it's just, it's, it's been a pleasure yeah. like trying to get this. Well, I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. I appreciate you reaching out and setting it up. It's been so it's been awesome watching, listen to the podcast. Oh, thank and you. Kind of crazy to be on it ourselves. So we we really appreciate the opportunity. No, I love what you're doing, and I really want to let people know about what's going on in that area for you because I think that it's you're such a great option. And being seven minutes or eight minutes from the airport, people are coming through all the time. I have lots of friends now that I know it's that close because I've I've told people I didn't realize geographically i don't know it's i think people don't know that area too in their heads yeah very well and they, and they think of, like it's like tennessee sometimes like people think nashville and memphis are like right i know <laughs> well and if you look at the pictures we're on a farm you'd think it'd be like an hour outside of raleigh yeah, for sure. um when it's just not the case yeah um now this is just a temporary spot i don't probably won't be here forever but we're at least we're at least here through the summer through into the fall and okay cool or at least here until we're saying we're not here anymore so yeah um if you're following along you'll know where you're going yeah exactly <laughs> I so. if you're paying paying a little bit of attention you probably can figure out where you've been and if you do go there exactly. and, you're, and you're not there hopefully there's like a little sign that says like <laughs> or you yeah, can look at your exactly. instagram and probably see pictures of your brick and mortar or wherever you are well cool well, this has been so great i can't wait to like once you get the syntax in send me some photos too i'd love to see some. i will awesome man i appreciate okay. it all right, take Thanks care. Have so a good much. Day. Thank you so much. You All too. Right. Bye. Bye.